I hate money. I get it. Boy, I get it. Have you ever said that? Have you ever felt it? Do you say and feel that way now? Do you really hate it? Maybe you do. Maybe you hate money. You see it. It makes you mad. You see people that you perceive have money and it pisses you off. It's triggering. You're like, Mah. you're super pissed off about the 1% or billionaires and all that. Fair enough. Fair enough. You are entitled to feel however you want to feel. Live your life. You got one crack at it. So do do you got to do you. That being said, I advocate, I implore you to reconsider, to shift your thinking. There is this thing called self-fulfilling prophecy, which you've no doubt heard about. Have you connected the dots between the realization or the reality of self-fulfilling prophecies? Meaning if I'm saying the same thing over and over again, that I'm actually going to have that. I'm going to become it. It's going to become my reality. I, I personally prophesize that I am going to do something or I'm going to be something and I actually become that thing. When used for good instead of evil, it's a super positive thing. If you say, I'm going to play in the NFL. If I'm five years old. I'm going to be a professional athlete or a singer. And you believe it and you do it. And that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You telling yourself, I hate money. I suck at money. Money is the worst. What do you think is going to happen? probably going to create a self-fulfilling prophecy where you're going to hate money for the rest of your life. You're not going to have a good relationship with it. You're not going to interact with it properly. And that's that's the danger of it. You don't have to love money, but you have to have a working relationship with money. If you are desirous, if you want to get to the place where you are financially secure, you are available to pursue financial success, Got to nip this in the bud. You got to stop saying, I hate money. You got to stop thinking about, I hate money. So now that I've told you to do that, let me tell you the how, sort of the why behind doing that. Because me just telling you, stop doing it, knock it off, not helpful, not constructive. And I want to be helpful and I want to be constructive. So Each of us has an operating system, just like our phones have operating systems. It's running 24-7, constantly running. We as human beings think hundreds of thousands of thoughts every day, and we make something like 36,000 decisions every day. So if you're sleeping eight hours, you're awake for uh, 16 hours, and in that 16 hours, you're making 36,000 decisions. So obviously, if you were consciously doing that, like one at a time, you wouldn't do anything else. You'd just be sitting there making decisions about things. So our operating system, our brain, helps us to do that kind of subconsciously in the background without us even knowing it. But where do those decisions come from? How do we make those kinds of decisions? Well, that's based on our beliefs and our values. So your beliefs are your beliefs about relationships, politics, sex, money, all of it. Um, Your beliefs are, were given to you, downloaded from the time you were born till really about the age of seven. And I've written pretty extensively about this and I've thought pretty extensively about our beliefs, specifically limiting beliefs. We don't need to get too far into positive beliefs because if you have positive beliefs, that's awesome. 
You don't need to worry about them. But if you find yourself looping the same bad behaviors or making the same bad decisions, dating the same person, in and out of credit card debt over and over again, it's probably because you have limiting or negative beliefs. And these become like a glass ceiling, our own personal glass ceiling or glass box that's keeping us stuck. You start making progress and then you slam against it and you come tumbling back down. And that sucks. And I want you to break that. I want you to break free. I want you to actually get what you want. So what is required? If you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling like you hate money, um, it's probably you were probably experiencing a lot of the things that I went through when I was in when I was in my twenties, living paycheck to paycheck. So essentially being broke, never having enough money, never, never enough, never enough money to pay bills, or you're suffering from credit card debt, whatever it is, just feel stuck. Like this terrible money does suck. I hate it. I get it. First step, a change is required. Something's gotta give. The reality of life is that you and I have very little control over the circumstances of our lives. I have no control over things that happen to me, but I have complete control. I have 100% personal agency and control over how I think, feel, and respond to those circumstances of life. I have choice. I get to choose. You get to choose how you think and feel and respond to things. So if you're actively choosing to say that I hate money or I'm bad at it, just to have negativity around it, that's got to stop. Take a big step back and say, okay, all right, what you've just said makes sense to me. How do you want to feel about money? What kind of a relationship do you want to have with money? Do you want to stop worrying about it all the time? Do you want to be debt-free? Just no more debt, no more credit card debt. Want to feel like you have some breathing room? You want to feel like you are on track to be able to stop working someday? Or you want to buy a house? Or you want to buy a car, boat, RV? Want to be able to go on vacation? You want to be able to go out for dinner and not have to worry about what you're ordering? Whatever your desires are, whatever you want, you can do it. Create your own self-fulfilling prophecy that actually gets you and serves you. It takes you where you want to go as opposed to, you know, kind of looping in this BS, I hate money, I suck at money kind of an attitude, which is not getting us anywhere. So I think that that's the first step is really spending some time thinking about, okay, if I could do anything, if I could have any kind of relationship with money, what would I want that to be? I think that that's pretty exciting because it's true. It's true. Once you recognize in yourself that you have head trash, you got junk floating around and you start to examine, hmm, I wonder where this stuff came from. I wonder why I have these feelings and thoughts about money. And for me, I can track it back to when I was a kid. Um, and I think probably the same is true of you, for you. And this is not just true of money. It's really true of every aspect of life that's important. If you're struggling in an area, probably trace it back. Where is the root of this? Where, when, when, when did this thinking start? What was, what sort of birthed it or what, 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 what started me on this path to feeling that way? And the good news is you can reprogram your brain and shift away from saying, I hate money to, um, I have a great relationship with money. I'm not telling you, you need to love money because you don't. You can say, you know, I am successful with money. I'm good with money. 
whatever it is. So figure out how you want to feel. And then we need to follow a step-by-step process to actually get to the point where once we have our head right and we're thinking about how we want to feel and interact with money, now what can I be doing to actually get to where I want to go? Step number one is you need to give yourself a little bit of breathing room. So you need to save up $1,000. And that's the seeds, the initial emergency fund for you. 1000 bucks is enough to cover most minor emergencies. And you need to open it up in a bank account that is separate from your everyday checking account. So it can just be a savings account. Um, encourage you to do that at a bank with your bank where you're not having to pay money for that account. So just start saving till you get to $1,000, however long that it takes you. This is all worth it. Then the next step is pay yourself first. This is the golden rule of personal finance. It's such an important thing to do because I was certainly guilty of this for a really long time of paying everybody else first and then waiting around to pay myself. What happens is you wait around to the end of the month and there's no money left over for you. So this is the time to be selfish. I don't always encourage people to be selfish, but I do a lot of the time. You need to put yourself first. This is true of your health, your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, and your financial health. So you put your needs, the needs of your family, the people that are most important to you before anybody else, before you're paying your stupid electric bill, your stupid car payment, pay yourself first um, and get in the habit of doing that. You do that by, as you're funding your initial emergency fund, that counts. If you're at a company that has a 401k, enroll at 1%. Just start putting money in there, open up an individual retirement account or IRA, start making contributions on the first of every month and automate those. And those are two great ways to do it. You could also open up a brokerage account, taxable brokerage account, where you can start investing. You can do that with companies like, there's a thousand of them. Your bank has options, but Fidelity, Vanguard, um, Betterment, Charles Schwab, these are all great companies. So you start paying yourself first. Then I want you to figure out, okay, now I need to start creating my full emergency fund. The idea is to get to six months worth of your monthly expenses as an emergency fund. But the first step is to get to one month. So in order to do that, we need to know what our monthly expenses are. So you need to know your cash flow, pay attention to that, and you need to keep a budget. So some of your expenses are going to be fixed. That's easy to know just what the costs are, like your utilities, your insurances, your rent, mortgage, car payments, stuff like that. Others will be more variable. So social life, hobbies, going out to eat, stuff like that. But over time, you'll get a better handle on what your budget will be, and then you will know what your monthly expenses are. So step number three is to get to one month's worth of expenses saved up. Okay, however long that takes. If it's $2,000, however long it's going to take you to save two grand. Once you do that, the next step is to pay off your credit card debt. And the credit card debt is the worst. It is super stressful. It'll cause you to hate money for sure. It'll cause you to hate financial companies. It'll also cause you to hate yourself because how did I get myself in this position? Been there, done that, sucks. So I'm talking about it. Get out of credit card debt, get mad at it, get aggressive with it, do whatever it takes to get out of credit card debt. <clears throat> I've got a course, uh, a free course called Get Out of Debt that you can access. And I will link that in the in the notes or the comments. And the same is true. We also have a free goals course. We have a free values course. So to help you with everything that I've been talking about here. So I'm not just here running my mouth. I want to actually help you to get to where you want to go 
I'm also running my mouth. These things are two things can be true at the same time. All right. So get your credit card debt paid off. And then from there, the next step is to actually get to six months worth of your expenses. And I don't casually say this. I know that that is an enormous amount of money and I know how hard it will be to get there. It could take you a year or two years to get there. And I also know that it's worth it. Once you have six months of expenses saved up in a savings account and cash, your credit card debt, your your debt free, that equals peace of mind. And you might not love money at that point, but you'll definitely stop hating it because you'll be in charge. The tail will no longer be wagging the dog. You will be in control of your personal finances. Super powerful. That's financial security that will allow you, you will then be positioned to achieve or pursue financial prosperity. And that's really the next step. And whatever that looks like for you, you might stop right there and say, great, now I'm ready to start investing, start moving towards goals, like buying a home, helping kids with education, save for retirement, whatever your goals are. Um, It's important to get really clear on those too. I mentioned the goals course a minute ago, take advantage of those. You are... 100% 100% worthy feeling however you want. You you can feel however you want about money. I think you're worthy of having a great relationship with money. You are, you are um, deserving of it, but you are not entitled to it. it. Requires work. Got to fall in love with the doing of these things and recognize that it will be hard, but it will be worth it. And you are somebody who can be financially successful. Do your part by doing your best.